Hello, welcome to Dubai Fashion News, the podcast where you can get to know everything about the fashion industry. Here we will interview fashion designers, influencers, models, photographers, shop owners, you name it. And what for? To learn their insights, their stories, and the lessons they learn along the way. I'm your host, Araceli Gallego, recording from the beautiful city of Dubai. Today we have with us Silvia Lago. She's the founder and creative director of Silvia Lago VCN, a luxury shoe brand that has innovation at its very core. They have developed what they have called the Lagos Fit, a fit that makes these beautiful shoes very comfortable even though they are high heels. Silvia will tell us about how she has faced innovation trying to achieve her mission to get high heels comfy and how it has been the journey so far. Hint. Is not going bad at all. She just launched her latest collection in Dubai. Stay put, don't go anywhere. The interview starts right now. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, Sally. How are you? I'm good. Okay, uh, we attended the event you did the other day to launch your shoe collection in the Middle East. It was at the Hotel Five Palm right. in Dubai. Your shoes are beautiful and you have worked to make them comfortable. Is this something all women in the world dream of, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having comfortable heels, heels that you can wear all day long. In this podcast, we want to learn how you faced innovation and how you are preparing your brand to enter this market. So we have some questions for you. First, tell us how's been your journey since you started until today. When did you start it? So I started in 2013. Mm -hmm. The the brand uh, started because of personal needs. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find comfortable shoes that I could wear uh, to a party or to an elegant event. Either I had to choose uh, between elegant shoes or shoes that uh, were not so elegant but were comfortable. Because so you were transitioning from the day from maybe a work office or something, and then you wanted to transition to the night, maybe to more elegant kind of a thing? Yeah, or, or just like for a wedding, or like, or even for like uh, office uh, work shoes. Mm -hmm. you know? So either you had to choose like for the ugly and comfortable or for the beautiful mm -hmm. and, and... And super uncomfortable. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I thought like something had to be done because it couldn't be that uh, there was no brand who you know, was uh, trying to mix, yeah, mix both of those concepts. And that's how the idea started. And that was in what year? 2013. 2013, you had the idea and you started working on it, to put it together. Yeah. So your unique selling point, your USP would be comfort and beauty. Yeah, so we are the, the only luxury uh, shoe brand who is trying to bring comfort to this level of aesthetic and quality and craftsmanship. So other people have tried to do similar things like bringing comfort to high heel shoes, but in other price points and in other aesthetics, mm -hmm. but nobody has tried to do it in this, uh, in, at the, this level of taste and elegance and sophistication. They're beautiful indeed. Yeah. So what did you study? I studied uh, business management and economics. And, and from there, you decide, okay, this is a niche because definitely there is right. a need. If I'm needing it, most people must be needing it. Too. Right, right. <laughs> so that, that was how it all started. And then once I decided I wanted to um, continue with this project, 
I moved to the southeast of Spain in Alicante. That there oh, is a hub. Beautiful over there. Yeah. People go visit Spain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hub for luxury manufacturing. So a lot of other luxury brands, international brands, also work there with uh, the factories. So I moved there and I um, took Wait, a course. Because originally you are from? Barcelona. From Barcelona. From Barcelona you went to the I south. Moved. Yeah, yeah, I moved there. And then I took a course on pattern making, on shoe uh, making techniques and to learn like how uh, to learn like how the shoe is, is made right. and all of the components how and how everything works because a shoe is very complicated. Oh, it it has a lot of different parts and you know, it takes time and it takes a lot of uh, care to assemble everything, right? And then uh, when you were uh, uh, getting your shoes designed, I, because this level of comfort, what, you were maybe talking to other people that were experts yeah, in so, the matter or something? Right, yeah. So I first, you know, like, uh, when I first started, I didn't know exactly how to develop the idea. I, I knew what I wanted, like to make high heel shoes comfortable, but I didn't know exactly how to materialize the idea. Mm-hmm. So I talked to different people, to exp- like shoe experts, um, last uh, artisans, podiatrists, biomechanical scientists, because there's like, there's the, the Biomechanical scientists, wow. Like, yeah, like people Yeah, who, because exactly there is movement in the feet, Right, so, so like how your body should be positioned, like, you know, to for your weight to be balanced. So there's the knowledge there, but it's separated from fashion. And what I'm trying to do is to blend like both concepts. So bringing all of those knowledge into our shoes and incorporate that to a high heel shoe and to a luxury So shoe. then you were designing, you were you were also having this the input from this, uh, right. all these so actually. Right, I assembled all this team and like uh, that's how it all started. Wow, wow. How many people then was actually part of the first shoe that you did? <laughs> I mean, there's like a lot, like as I mentioned, like shoe is, uh, it, it's composed of a lot of elements. So you, you like a lot of people is involved in mm-hmm. the shoe making process. And, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how has actually, how was your life before you started this, this, uh, this kind of, because it, it was coming out of a need and you felt very passionate about it. Right. Uh, how, how has it changed your life now that you're an entrepreneur and you're, you know, like... I think you... Because learn. now you have the comfortable and pretty shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so it has been a long journey of a lot of trial and error, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, like difficult moments because sometimes you don't... Uh, it, it takes time to, to get where you want. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you get discouraged or like, but you still, you have to keep trying and you have to... You never give up. Yeah. (laughs) You never give up. When you have a good idea, you have to go for it. And it's something you also like keep improving. So it's an ongoing process. Like for our brand, it's something like we will keep doing, like we will keep researching and like introducing like... So innovation is not finished. You keep on doing it. Right. I think it's something like you should try new materials. Like, I mean, there's always new thing coming in. So... It's something like you should you should never stop like in uh, it's our DNA so yeah. wow wow and when it comes to the design did you also ask some expert or something the, like the pretty part because the comfortable part you you got to speak to all these other profiles that were more into the 
kind of like how our feet or how our body puts the weight in one way or mm. another. But then for the beauty part of it, you got also maybe some assistance or something. I think this is more of like you had the idea already. Yeah, <laughs> the, idea, my, the idea, and also like uh, since like we are women, we wear high heel shoes. We know what it looks good on us or what we want. And it's also like I try the shoes myself, so I know if uh, something has to be modified, if it's hurting, you know. So it's it's. So you, you know, test and you try. Yeah, I test and try shoes. everything, and I, I get like I also have other people, like other women, uh, also, test it. Yeah, but I think it's very important to test it yourself. Yeah, first. make sure that actually yeah. it's something that you're happy with. You have collaborated with Middle Eastern brands already, like top Middle Eastern designers such as Aisha Ramadan. I mean, she's yeah. so lovely, so stylish, yeah. my God. But also with Malini, with Laura Mancini, with Silvia Romaniuk, right? What is your yeah. view on collaboration? So I think a collaboration is always, it's always good. It brings, uh, you know, different views on fashion together. And I think it's a great opportunity for in this case for me to showcase also my designs on Arab Fashion Week and it was a great experience to be able to you know see our shoes on the runway with such beautiful dresses oh from my the talented God, designers yeah, yeah. so it was I was very honored and, and happy to did you have to work on okay this is what they're going to be showing so I put this kind of like shoe or this one goes well already with it yeah we will like work on like because the, the style actually is very your, your shoe the style itself actually goes very well in this yeah. in this region <laughs> so we like we work on like which uh, look would look better with each style and yeah and you put it together your style the the, the look yeah your latest collection this one that you presented the other day is called divas why divas divas um is inspiring the hollywood actresses from the 1940s and 50s oh wow that's so grace kelly and audrey hepburn and so i feel very inspired by the timeless elegance and mm. you know sophistication and chic style and my brand also embraces all of those values. So I thought it was good to have um, this first collection that we're going to launch for wholesale to establish like the um, fundamentals of our brand and to be like the basis for like the future collections. So every model has a, has a different diva in, in, in mind when you were designing? It's a, there's just the or general of aesthetic of, of, the, of that time. and yeah. So beautiful. Wow. What message do you want to send to the ladies out there with your collection? So our shoes are, you know, beautiful from inside and out. Mm-hmm. And we also, like, um, we have a very strong brand message of, uh, to women so that they have to reach higher and they have to like achieve their goals. And like, I like to say that our shoes are for ladies on the rise. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like a comparison of like the high heel <laughs> shoes, like when you're like on the high heel shoes, you're like, you rise. Yeah. But also like how you can feel empowered, like when you feel beautiful and when you feel, you know, um, confident. Yeah, empowered, right. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, of course you can like, be empowered and confident with like a flat shoe yes but sometimes we also like to wear high heel shoes and that makes us feel like you know more beautiful a high heels like, or a power dress yeah or a power yeah, dress you know, so. when you when you feel like 
I don't know, when you see yourself in the mirror, say, yes, then yeah, you go so out there and actually that also reflects. It's, a, it's both ways. Yeah, I think so it works both ways, right? So like the ultimate goal of the brand is to, you know, help women uh, be comfortable in their shoes and like achieve whatever they want in their lives. Because like, how are you going to like manage your life if you, your feet are hurting? Yeah. Or yeah. like you have to stand with like super uncomfortable high heel shoes all day. It's like, yeah. You're distracted. By, I used to work in the office and I used to have day heels in the office, right. in the drawer. I used to go and come back with flats. Right. Because I love heels. But it's true for the entire day to have the heels on and come and go and come and go. It's terrible. Right. Your shoes and your, your feet end up swollen right. and, and being pain. And then, yeah. So it's great if you can have actually... Yeah. <laughs> and then. we also have like, for example, lower heel shoes, but they still look nice and stylish. So I think it's also a good option to have because you don't always have to wear like very high heels. Yeah. yeah like yeah. lower heels, like they can also be stylish and it's, you know, another option to always wearing flats or ballerinas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love the fact that this collection, the one that you showed the other day, is so full of colors. Why is that? Why is it so colorful? So it's just because I feel inspired by those colors. So colors... Uh, bright colors are very powerful they give mm -hmm. you energy they give you confidence and I think like all of our like I try to balance between like um, having bright colors and lively colors and also like the more basic ones or like mm -hmm. conservative as like nude red black I mean mm -hmm. of course those are always going to be there mm -hmm. but I also like to have other options which you know bring something new to the table and like um, I think every, every woman should have like a an out, like a, um, outstanding pump or like a a statement pump. a statement pump yeah, yeah. like so you you had yellow you had fuchsia. pink in two yeah exactly yeah, light pink and also fuchsia you have baby blue you had green whites well beige kind of like yeah, off white uh, red red blue navy blues and black black oh, yeah uh, all colors <laughs> yeah purple i think also in you mm, it was pink it's pinkish, pinkish. Yeah, yeah it's true it's pinkish um because you see like for example uh, seeing seeing the, uh, your shoes and the color because in europe normally we are very only black brown uh, if it's bright, it's white, and little more, basically. We don't play with colors that much. Maybe it's the weather, maybe it's something, unless there is, like, for special occasions, but then those shoes, you don't use them that right, often. Right. Here in the UAE, though, you will see that the ladies are not shy at all. They're super stylish, and they play with colors, even right. though they're with the bias, they will actually have their super colorful bags the shoes makeup everything. i think that's that's more fun i mean and it's yeah. like it's the way also like you're stylish because you can have some fuchsia um pumps mm -hmm. with like for example a navy suit for the office yeah or you can also like uh, style it with a pair of jeans so it's also like how you combine it and how you i think for like, heels colorful shoes are amazing yeah. Yeah. 
You can be wearing the most basic t-shirt ever and you will look like a, right. <laughs> a million bucks. Shoes are very powerful. Like it, it can change your outfit completely. Yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. They are like a very powerful piece, fashion piece. It's true. Yeah. I think bags and shoes are kind right. of like keys. And also we women tend to look so much, uh, you know, like, okay, those, are we yeah. getting the right ones? <laughs> because in a way they're also statement pieces and they're investment pieces at right. the same time. You see, because of the clothes, for example, you may put on weight or maybe or you get pregnant like Naomi <laughs> so you the, the clothes actually come and go yeah. but shoes and bags is something that you you can actually spend money on it right. because you're gonna be there for a long time right I mean I think about it as well like our shoes you know are handcrafted and use the best leathers and materials so those are like pieces to have uh, for a long time you know yeah. it's, it's not like one season and then go it's also like an, the, the prime concept of being timeless elegant you know it's not like you know one season not and then trend, it's over right particular trend and then later next year you're not gonna want to wear because it's gonna look for last year it's right. actually more kind of like I mean, elegant we try to to accommodate like certain trends and like or materials that are on trend so that's okay but in general like the style you can like still make it work like some seasons after so i like that concept of like you know like slow fashion like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you are designing do you have somebody in mind beside the diva mm -hmm. <laughs> like do you have like an uh, i don't know like your your uh your customer you have like you have picture her do you know do you well, have I, a name I, for her do you <laughs> Not like a specific, you know, per, I don't have a specific person in mind, but in general it's like the concept of, you know, the modern woman, the woman on the go that needs to be stylish and still comfortable and, you know, that has to go to the office or is a mom and, you know, has to take care of their kids and go here and there. So I take into account all of the situations in a woman's life and try to bring something to all of those situations. Let's focus on the innovation because actually that was okay. actually the burning question we had before. The insides of the shoe. You have this Lagos fit. Right. Explain us about this Lagos fit and now that we know that you're going to keep on innovating in the future, maybe later on we have another, <laughs> another fit. <laughs> Tell yeah. us what is it about the, the so, Lagos fit. So the Lagos fit is the combination of all of the comfort features that we have included in our shoes. First of all, we use a special structure inside the shoe that is not visible from the outside, but it let us uh, put a special cushioning on the ball of the foot. The so, ball is this area, right? Right, the, the, the area below Yeah, just your before toe. the toes. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. So uh, it's cushioned when you walk, mm -hmm. so it's softer. You don't feel like the burning effect you know that it happens when you're wearing high heels yeah because that's where most of the weight actually is right. going right yeah it's also important that the shoe is balanced mm -hmm. so that makes the weight of your body not be so much on that area and it's also at the back oh, okay so that's also another thing that makes you feel less so it's balanced the front and right. the back yeah so okay. you know everything works together it's not just one thing it's like all of the things and working together another of the features is the leather lining that we use that has a special treatment that makes it um, uh, when you sweat mm -hmm. in the summer then it doesn't smell bad 
Well, it's antibacterial, antibacterial or something. Antibacterial, and yeah, it has like a lot of properties. So instead of having to buy something from the outside, actually the shoe already has all that and it's perfectly, right. it's already <laughs> part of the shoe. Yeah, it helps you with that. Oh, perfect. We also use like the heel caps are of a not so strong material. Mm -hmm. So it helps you, it, it shock, it's shock absorbing. So when you walk, it's not as uh, strong uh -huh. on your, on your knees and you know, you don't feel like the, 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 the step, this, yeah. yeah, so mm, much. Mm, mm. And yeah, it's like, you know, a combination of like a well-balanced uh, heel, like the inside structure, it has to be... Um, Everything is a little bit cushiony yeah, inside, so, and, and the back also is protected for you not to feel like a hard, right. you know, like you're hitting a hard surface. So it's more of like the, the general um, result and that that makes you like you know feel good and and and, and be and and look good mm -hmm. so it's it's you know some things like the internal design this internal structure is not something you can see mm -hmm. but you feel it when you have it your feet inside yeah. you know it's also like the way we work with the like the last that is the inside it's a structure where the shoe is um ensemble mm -hmm. that it has the shape of the shoe mm -hmm. so this has to have like a specific width mm -hmm. so it has to be wide enough to like you know make enough room for your feet right and, yeah there's some know. of them that are so i don't know so narrow you yeah. Feel, yeah so like you like it's my size but yeah. why it feels so and we always have the hope that we're going to be able to no, make it doesn't make, no no that, that's like <laughs> that like fall. like if it doesn't fit it doesn't fit not gonna fit in the future i have shoes like yeah. that and they don't fit yeah, yeah i agree with you but you know you you try yeah. <laughs> you think that maybe we yeah. put if we put them at home with some socks no. <laughs> walk them happen. a little bit that would make them but it's true then no. the minute that that you're out of the socks and it hurts again yeah, yeah. Mm. So that was about the Lagos feet. How was the process until you felt happy enough with the achievement of the Lagos feet? And you say, okay, now. So, yeah, as I mentioned before, there was a lot of it, trial and error. And, you know, it, it took us a lot of time to, to get to this point. How long did it take, actually, to, to get you like, okay, I'm, a, I'm happy with this? Like three to four years. Oh, wow. Yeah, like trying and going back and... Yeah. Oh, because I mentioned it, it takes time and like shoes like very complicated, complex. a lot of com mm. components. For example, like if the, if for example the the high like the heel is like one centimeter or like some millimeters higher than what it should be, mm -hmm. it it unbalances the shoe and like you know you have to like correct it and like or mm. you know there are like. It's a matter of like millimeters in the shoe, so it's like you have to be very precise, and it takes. It, it takes feels. Time. It feels when you have a, a good shoe. You just the minute that you put it on, you just feel it. Right. You just feel it. Is. Yeah. Uh, but I imagine is yeah. There's so many that are yeah. actually not good that it's not that easy to get it right. And it's right. also something that is handmade. So you shoes are handmade. The entire thing. It's uh, well. It's like it's like it's uh, handcrafted. Mm -hmm. We like for some parts. We need like machines, so, so like for the pressure, for example, like for like the shoe to be like ensemble. better ensemble, yeah. so that it's stronger. But yeah, it's it's a very manual process. Like it's it's all like it's hand stitch, like you know. So wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Is it expensive to innovate nowadays, Sylvia? The many tests and trials that you mentioned, because three, four years trying, wow. I Is mean, it it's, expensive? it's expensive. Uh, it's expensive until you like know enough about the industry and about everything, and then you like go straighter to what you want. But until you get to this point, you need to get the knowledge, you need to assemble the right kind of people to help you. And, and yeah, and since it's like innovation, that's like its definition, you, you don't know you're trying to do something yeah. new and that's, I mean, it's not easy, no. you know, you, you have to like invest in that, but I think it's something that the market would value and the women would value because it's this something. This is the question, uh, yeah. Do you think the customers appreciate actually the effort that goes behind innovation because Sometimes it's so easy to replicate and you've been spending years and time all the time, but still innovation we need in our lives, so. Right, I think, I think it, like, it's important to like, always keep innovating and trying to make your product better because that's uh, how you're gonna succeed in the market, like always trying to bring something new and better and satisfy your customer needs. And you know, every woman needs a, an elegant and comfortable shoe, so. And that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> For example, I was mentioning this because some designers really stop investing on innovation because of the possibility to be copied. It's, it's, it's just so, sometimes it's just so easy. Uh, you know, in China, for example, they copy everything. Right. And, and they spend not only money, but also time finding out what will work. And yeah. then you don't get maybe the time to get to make a profit out of it. That's why when it comes to innovation, and when it's actually coming out of your uh, your own pocket, basically, uh, it's, it's it's tricky, right, to find the balance. But I'm so I happy that it's part of your DNA, and actually you want to keep on doing it. So I'm not yeah. stopping you at all. But I want to find out if you if you actually reflected on all this when you were actually going through it. I mean, I'm trying to protect myself in the ways that I can, but I still think that. Um, it's also like your brand DNA, your design, your style, like the brand values. And it's something that, that cannot be copied mm-hmm. because it's unique to that brand. Like even if you try to do the same, it's not going to be the same, like the soul of the brand. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that soul. It doesn't have, you know, that powerful message or, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. When you buy a brand, you also buy what it's like on the outside, like what does that brand represent? Uh, you know, for example, for us, it's like we want to empower women, we want to make you be- feel beautiful. So it's not like an empty fashion brand. It's like we are th- the brand for like the modern women. And, you know, it's something that I think other fashion brands don't focus. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. But what yeah. ways can designers actually protect themselves besides the registration? I think it's just being authentic, being themselves. Mm-hmm. And that the way you cannot be copied because it's just you and it's only you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But legally, besides the registration, maybe work with factories that want the, that have like uh, like kind of like uh, these agreements that they confidentiality agreements and stuff, so right. that they are not going to be actually sharing all your. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for myself, I don't really put that much time into that because I think like there are a lot of other like productive things to like get done so <laughs> yeah just like be authentic and and the consumer will appreciate that and you know 
So now we know it's comfortable inside and it's beautiful outside. Tell me about the embellishments. So we use the best materials in the market. We use Swarovski crystals. We use Italian leathers from the best tanneries and the best fabrics, glitters and patent leathers. So we try to bring the best of the best to our shoes. And we also, as I mentioned, we, we handcraft the shoes in Spain that there is a long tradition of luxury shoe manufacturing. Mm -hmm. So we try to bring the best of both cons of both worlds, you know, like we already have the luxury like the luxury craftsmanship and we are trying to include this innovation, these comfort features to those mm -hmm. um, elements. Right. Some people don't know, but in Spain, actually, we are amazing manufacturers right. of shoes and and everything bags. that has to do with yeah. leather bags like in the in the area of alicante for example stuart stuart weisman is actually right. manufacturing also in spain yeah. <laughs> and huge brands like loewe prada they're also right. manufacturing yeah, in a spain of, a lot of luxury so yeah. yeah it's true that the maybe the final assembly or whatever is done in 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 uh, or maybe just putting the logo in italy because it's made in italy sells better than made in spain still but the craftsmanship actually the work is being done yeah, yeah behind the curtains <laughs> very important to uh, work in spain because it's my own country and i think we have this great cobblers and uh, craftsmanship and we have the experience and the knowledge and we have to be proud of it and, and also the make tradition i think know. also it's important the tradition because in this case for example is some it's it's kind of something that is inherited. It's part right. Like it's like, in yeah. the villages you go in in Valencia or you go in Andalusia right. in the Ubrique area, it has been passed from generation yeah, right. to generation for so many years. Now like it's like maybe like third, fourth generation right. they're doing it the same and and it's amazing how beautiful their work can be, right. honestly. Uh, I was very impressed. I was uh, I I have been in Ubrique area, I've been also in the Alicante area traveling and actually, you know, like uh, finding out suppliers and and I was so impressed, honestly, right. the level of craftsmanship and then you see like <laughs> they're producing and they're top, top right. brands. I mean, we have we have the quality and we have everything, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and, and push for Spain. We, we just like, <laughs> need to be known and I think like more brands should also like. This is something you know, where I think we are always, we are always behind. Yeah, but Marketing. we should start. Yeah, we should start. Like, exactly. Because it, we are not, like, of course, Italy is, like, great craftsmanship, but you also have great craftsmanship. So yeah, 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 yeah. In Italy, they have the craftsmanship and they also have the design, but the design is something that also you can learn at the end of the day, right? France also has great marketing about their products. Italy has great marketing. What happened with Spain? Really, I'm sometimes like, so get so like, oh my God. <laughs> but anyways, most probably other countries in, in, in across the world will have the same feeling. Like, we are also great doing this. <laughs> Let me ask you about your shoes. As I mentioned before, actually, the design itself is actually very well adapted to the Arab countries. Was it something that you were actually like, kind of like, let me put this together because you were already thinking like, yeah, maybe I end up actually going to the Middle East. I mean, something that, of course, I took into account, like all of the market where, where it could fit my product, mm -hmm. but it's also the, my personal aesthetic. So mm -hmm. I think like my, you know, personal beyond style also works good with what 
Arab women like. So yeah. that's why <laughs> I also wanted to came here because I think it's a good match and, and yeah. Well, tell me about the materials that you use to create the shoes. You say Italian leather? Italian Swarovski's, sweat, Swarovski, uh, crystals. We also use patent leather, um, metallic leather, which is the shiny one, glitters, velvets. We have like a, you know, we use a lot of different materials. And, and do you travel often to get them or how do you source them? You can source it, like some of them have uh, representatives in Spain mm-hmm. and then sometimes like when you go to the materials fair in Italy, mm-hmm. like once every season, then you get to know the supply, like the leather supplier or like you get to know other mm-hmm. different supplies and you, you see like which is what is on trend, like the colors of the season and... Yeah, and then they send it to Spain, so, yeah. Uh, are you thinking maybe of using exotic leathers in the future? I... Because it's tricky, that question, eh? Yeah, like... <laughs> I really like, like, I think it looks really good, like the snake, the... But I'm more of, like, using, like, eco-exotic leathers, mm-hmm. like salmon, or, mm. like... Um, I think, like, for me... Eel also is... Uh, yeah, eel. I don't know, like, eel, you can use also in the shoes, eel? Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm more for, like... Um, innovation also in the leathers. Yeah, because innovation are, in the leather. So, like, luxury or, like, exotic leathers that are a byproduct of the food industry. So, those are not animals only uh, grown just for their leathers. It's just, like, for example, the fish. Like, you use the, the, the leather, like, the, the skin. Yeah. And then you eat the fish. So, right. it's not something that you also you only consume just for the leather and then... Yeah, so, yeah. For me, it's you, like in the, in the previous podcast, we actually had a very interesting interview with the vegan uh, yeah. fashion, and uh, Shruti was actually mentioning very interesting also mm. innovations when it comes to leather, pina, pinatex, yeah, yeah, I know, pineapple, I know. Yeah. and the other one was mushroom, mushroom yeah. leather. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine you can also yeah. get into those ones. It's also yeah. interesting because, as you said, there's no animals involved. Yeah. So everybody's happy. <laughs> so you're selling already across Europe. How different do you see the UCC market when you compare it to Europe? I think more of like the the dresses, like the, the maybe like the colors in Europe is more conservative with like you know more plain colors, and in here like people like to exper- experiment more with you know brighter colors, and they like. Like metallics, they like glitter, they yeah. like you know shiny embellishments. So yeah, it's it's here is more fun. I find it here is so much. Yeah, fun. like people <laughs> like people like to try also like different things and like mix things a little bit more. And in Europe, we are more you know like yeah more conservative. Yeah, more like the plain. But yeah, tell me about your bridal collection because you also have a bridal collection. So we we are like since we do. You know, our concept is comfort and style. You know, we think that's like the perfect combination also for like the, the brides, you know, that want to be beautiful and feel super comfortable on their that day, wedding day. You have no way to remove your shoes. Right. So you, the entire day you have to have right. your shoes on. <laughs> right. So we think like, you know, our shoes perfect for that market as well. So we are trying to like also 
Yeah, and you have idea. like uh, you do like a design different from the other designs or do you change the color to adapt it because some of your shoes will look amazing on, on whites and off whites right like we, we, they're just basically changing the color they're yeah, already brighter we try to like adapt the designs to like the brighter world and I think I'm also like a big fan of bright wear colorful shoes I think it makes it like the look you know much fresher and then you can use those shoes afterwards so. yeah so I'm, I'm yeah well I, yeah well if, for example the Indian weddings are super yeah. mega colorful and they are beautiful right. like that the 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 saris and right. well they have like many different days of wedding yeah. actually and everyone can be every day can be a different outfit different color so yeah it's true our traditional weddings when we are only thinking about right. white or off white but it's true that actually there is other type of weddings where right. the colors I are mean, actually more than welcome more and more like you know like traditional girls with white dresses like they're trying like they accessorize colorful, yeah, to with accessorize. more colorful things yeah 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 true very true yeah so Sylvia what would be your next steps would you want to add other accessories or clothing to your brand or what 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 are you thinking like okay this is my, my next move <laughs> so like for now it's like we're launching the shoes and like we, we, we eventually want to like also do bags uh-huh. like to complement our shoes because it's also good to have the shoe and the bag for like yeah. for example evening events so that's you know uh, that's the next move uh, yeah next move that, that we want to go but we will still like be focused on, on the shoes because it's as I mentioned before it's it's something that we want to keep working on and, and it's an ongoing process so yeah for at, at least for now are you gonna maybe use other type of shoes like i don't know like ballerinas you mentioned that you have higher right. and not yeah, so, so higher so we, heels we like keep or um, boots or uh, we keep increasing our um portfolio offering. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah like sandals or like lower heels like eventually yeah, we will do like um, ballerinas or like ballerinas with a little bit of, of heel, heel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the idea is to expand to other types of footwear, not only pumps or you know more classic style. And uh, and clothing also, are you thinking of clothing? Or clothing is something that doesn't interest you as much? Not now. Like like our brand was made like we were born to like you know make high heel shoes comfortable. So we're like I mean we are still very young That's... and we want to develop that concept mm-hmm. and, and be known for that. They make also bags light, please. Right. Because yeah. we want them with, ha- right. you know, having their 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 uh, metallics and stuff. We love that, but then so they get heavy. so heavy yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a common concern. Yeah. <laughs> so now you have yeah, as a consumer. <laughs> um, yeah. We can do a kind of like a call to buyers and mm-hmm. and to consumers, but especially to buyers to check these beautiful shoes and add them to their shops if they're hearing actually the, this podcast because they're really worthy and uh, and they will sell very well the colors the shapes the design the comfort i think that actually may work very well in this market yeah, like as you like you were just did the presentation like everyone was very excited about it and everyone loved it so I think it's a product that it is a need indeed. It women is. and women we're craving for that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but if, for example, if anyone from the audience wants to get in touch with you, or the buyers want to get in touch with you, how how is what is the best way to actually get through to you? So they can email us at silvia.lago at silvialago.com or visit our website silvialago.com. 
And they can follow us also on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Silvia Lago, BCN. BCN, because it's Barcelona, Barcelona right? Yeah. <laughs> you have also Facebook? We have Facebook and we have Instagram and they all, they all have the same handles. So okay. Silvia Lago BCN. Okay, easy to find. Yeah. So, Silvia, thank you so much. Thank you so we much for having me. We learned a lot me. from you. It was amazing. Uh, your presentation was great, actually. Congratulations. I think everybody that was there enjoyed a lot uh, your shoes, the way you were explaining, actually, the concept, how you were actually explaining the comfort, the, 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 the insides of the shoes and all that. It was really awesome. We learned a lot. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And Thank good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Take Hope care. Bye. Bye. So, that was our interview with Silvia Lago. Now we know more about innovation in fashion and how it helps differentiate your product from your competition. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for being there. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. And if you liked it, hit the subscribe button and give us your five-star rating on iTunes. Your five stars will allow this podcast to grow and get more visibility within iTunes. And don't forget to leave a comment. Your feedback is super important for us. We want to know your thoughts to keep on improving. You can subscribe to our digital magazine, DubaiFashionNews.com. There you can find also all the archives with past podcasts. In case you want to catch up and learn, for example, how Victoria St. Pierre, another shoe designer, managed to get her shoes in royal feet, or what kind of advice gives Toby Meadows to emerging fashion designers. If you want to communicate with us, be part of the program, or are interested in a particular topic, just send us an email to hello at dubaifashionnews.com or use our Facebook or Instagram accounts. Thank you and see you in the next podcast.